Welcome to the Lingless Lounge, a podcast dedicated to all us world language teachers who want a place for ideas, humor, and professional development. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or just starting out in the field of language education, we aim to offer valuable insights and practical tips to help you improve your teaching skills that will better connect you with your students and your craft. From classroom strategies and lesson planning to cultural immersion and technology integration, we cover it all in a fun, quick, and engaging way that will leave you feeling inspired and motivated to take your teaching to the next level. Hey everybody, welcome back to the lounge this week. I'm Luke. I'm Delee. And I'm Heather. And like, this is what, like, this is like one full week of school for us. Mm-hmm. I yep. guess if you're thinking about days. No, because we had four last week and we're in three this week. Yeah. This is day seven. Yeah, so we have se- we have had seven days. I feel like, I feel like I've been doing really good with learning my kids' names. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I made a seating chart from memory. Oh, I've not made a seating chart, but you know, I'm not a real big fan of those. Mm, so. I had to move some people around. There was some. Yeah. Yeah. Only one class was I not 100% today on names. Which is why I still got the first letter. It was a name okay. that shared the first What block letter. was it that you? It, it was the 30-minute focus block. Oh. oh. Yeah. I don't call uh, on them as much. Yeah. Or at all. Yeah. I certainly don't know their, all their names yet. But yeah, the rest of them. I also don't think it's as important. Well, I mean, I would say, well, first of all, let's explain what that even is for people who don't know. Great so idea. It's like our homeroom. So we call it, we call it focus. Well, we've called it focus. And I think this year they want us to transition to like intermit, inter, intermission, no inter- intervention. It's kind of like an intermission though. <laughs> but it's basically a homeroom where we give out, you know, crucial information about what's going on at the school or about, um, when they at the beginning of the year they want us to go through like policies and like the handbook and dress code mm-hmm. and attendance and all oh, that. I did not do that today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I did it. Well, thankfully there there have been videos. Yeah, they put videos this oh, year. It's nice. Yeah. Okay. Our principal has been making these full videos that they can watch. But mm-hmm. I just especially because I have seniors, I just kind of been like, you know, you've you've been doing this for four years at this point. I feel like you should know right the T yeah. on the. On the rules and regulations. I was yeah. I was making fun of people. We're also supposed to, so we're doing deer this year. Uh huh. So I was also just kind of going around making fun of people who didn't have books yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Well, today <laughs> is Wednesday. Right. So deer's on Tuesday and Thursday. Well, it didn't actually say deer in there yesterday. Yeah. Oh, it did it. Okay. So mm-hmm. actually, I wanted to go back and clarify that that I was wrong about that. Okay. It's not till next week. Gotcha. But I did make my kids do it anyway. Okay. Three. Did you make them put their phones away? Yes, I did, and it worked. Really? Yeah. I. You know, there's something different about this senior class. Yeah, they actually listen. They do, and they are nice. Nice. And they care about their grades and stuff. Like, yeah. I wouldn't say, I think that's a generalization to say everybody does, but for the most part, it seems like those kids are very, they want, I guess they want the best for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not having to, like, repeat myself a lot. And I have had a lot of them before, so that's helpful too. But even the ones I've not had, they just fell right in. So, but it's nice. It's nice to have like a good intervention because last year was bad. You did. (laughs) You had a bad intervention. They weren't bad kids. No, not bad kids. Really uncontrollable. Yeah, they were sophomores. See, but that you had now. So, for context, there, like he had a student that for him was like really loud. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. And then he came to my class. Yes. And he was like quiet and hardly said anything. Yeah, it was really odd because people would the kids in the class would tell me about it. Like, He's not like this in other classes. Yeah. But you know, he came back to he came back to my classroom like the second day and he was like, I just had to come say hello to my favorite teacher. Really? And I was like, I taught you 30 minutes a day, <laughs> and I didn't even teach you. I just looked at you most of the time. That's what my intervention. Y'all know how good mine was. And at the end of the school year, they're like, you're my favorite teacher i was like 
I don't teach you. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I bond with you. I talk to you. Yeah. But I haven't really taught you much of anything. Yeah, for context, I had a kid. And I have a kid in Spanish 1 this year that was in her focus class, her intervention last year. And I was like, yeah, Miss Bullock told me this about you. And he goes, oh, Miss Bullock, my dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, that's right. That's right. I, should, I don't know if I should have said that about your last name. But, oh, no, they know your last name. Because I put it on social media before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Okay. Uh, well, I also wanted to just give a quick shout out. It's really, I, honestly, for as much as he's done for us, it should be longer. But our the one of the teachers that we work with, he's the audiovisual teacher. Mm-hmm. He really has been very supportive and helpful for us on this podcast. And, like, today when I left my house this morning, I forgot all the equipment, like the microphones and everything. And I was like, hey, I really need you to help me. And he was like, absolutely. What do you need? So Aww. the reason it sounds so good is because of, of CK out there, mm. Christian. Mm-hmm. Thanks, he's, CK. He's literally not looking. He's 100% not, not looking at me, but I'm staring at him. Well, you think he'll listen to it? Yeah, we'll make it he listens we'll to, listen to him. To it. He so listens to him. Shout out. Yeah. He, he gives me, like feedback on the sound okay which is nice. That is nice he's like it sounds like heather's got a microphone that's picking up sound all around her and i'm like yeah heather's microphone is not good <laughs> oh, and i have so much good stuff to say it, it does work it just doesn't always work so we got <laughs> i mean that's my life y'all. so we've got a board today we've got a i don't remember what this is called but a switchboard Mix- thingy board I, not a switchboard because that would be so. like 1920s telecommunications <laughs> like hold please transferring call a mix, mix board? Mixing board. Mixing board. Yeah, and we hey. have microphones with, like, cords, and we have and headphones, headphones we, have so we can hear each other. It's really We just nice. look really professional. We really do. We, we're, we're getting Although, there, you guys. to be honest, guys, we could hear each other without the headphones, We too. could, but it's just, I feel like we don't have to. This I can, is the I, real experience. I don't have anything <laughs> to say. This is the listener experience. Yes. I mean, it's experiencing what you all this, at home see, are listening, or in your car, or wherever you podcast. This is, if we were recording this, like, videoing it, let's take a picture. Like a vlog? So, so, okay, sh- see our headphones. <laughs> see our headphones. <laughs> there you go. If we were that recording this like video podcast, this would be great because it looks very professional. Oh yeah, that's so true. I mean, otherwise you wouldn't you wouldn't even want to see what we looked like before. It was fine. Speak it did for the yourself, job. Yo. It did, no, I mean with the microphones and uh, stuff, we okay, looked okay. fine. But <laughs> the microphones leave leave a little bit to be desired. Um, I like the the way they look though, not the way mine sounds, obviously. Well, yeah, but it sounds okay, but it, when you use it by itself. It looks great. I want to shout out to our front office person, Natalie. Mm. If you're listening, and I think you do, I love you. You made my week mm-hmm. so much better. Mm-hmm. Y'all, She's shout out to deal. the people that support you. Yes. Not yeah. just the other teachers. you got to yeah. do that, too. But we've got such good staff, support staff we really here. Do. For real. We really do. There's never a dull moment, but they're always there to, like, just fill the gaps. Yeah. She does such a good job with she that. Is, and with such a smile on her face. I mm-hmm. just love her smile. Like, she has great hair, too. She does. And yeah. like I said, we don't deserve her, but mm-hmm. we got her. Mm-hmm. And we're going to. We've got really great people. We're going to be grateful. Yes. Any other um, standouts or call-outs for the week that you all want to mention? Anything um, interesting happen? We could do our weekly highs and lows mm-hmm. so far. I don't even know if y'all want to know. Well, y'all I mean, do, y'all how about professional? Know. Professional highs yeah. and lows? Yeah, professional highs and lows, because we could go a lot of different directions. I, I think professionally my Somebody's phone is going to ring, I think. Oh. It might be mine. That's the bad thing about the headphones. You can just hear all the little noises. I think professionally my thing that I'm proud of, I, I kind of already mentioned it, was being able to make a seating chart from scratch, mm-hmm. like just their names. Because it's a really big deal, like when you forget their names, or like I kept calling this kid Colin, his name's Colton, like... 
I kept getting the wrong name and you know, so names are a really big deal. I feel like teenagers also get really hurt and you know. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was a high. I got, I do have a low though today too. I, uh, said something in class and I really hurt a girl's feelings and I didn't really mean to. And it was just kind of a sarcastic yeah. comment and it was, I meant it one way and yeah. she definitely took it another way. So that's kind of low, but that's unfortunate. Yeah. They but have to learn you and you have to learn them. It's just yeah. part of it. And we talked after class. So I mean, I think we're going to be good, but yeah. still, I just, I hate that that happened. Yeah. But that's yeah. me. Do you want to go next to Lee? Or yeah. Get to my go? low was, I had the first class, um, and this happens a lot in my classes cause you know, I encourage a lot of chatting and practicing the language but I had a fir- the first time for the year so day seven I think we got pretty far where I felt like I'd lost control of the mm. of the chit chat and just could not get them one just one class today could not get them to transition back to yeah. teacher talk time versus them talk mm. time they yeah. were really really struggling and it, again no one was bad no one was misbehaving but it was just as a whole class it was a struggle and I was really overstimulated by yeah. that class but then the other classes did fine um so that was my low but the high has just been it's just really been a great week Mm -hmm. and we've settled into routines um as you guys know monday was a really bad day Mm -hmm. for me and those routines really establishing the routine Mm -hmm. really helped um monday and the the rest of the week go really smoothly to where um being with my students in class made me better Mm -hmm. made me feel better than not being with them or being somewhere else so that's excellent yeah what about what you, Pope? Um, my high has been, I don't know, just like getting to know a new bunch of kids. I, we talked about this a few episodes ago, but that's just such a hard thing to do is like saying goodbye to the ones you spent mm-hmm. sometimes all year with and saying hello to the new bunch. But these kids are great. Yeah. And I, we both kind of felt that way. Yeah. And I feel the same way. These guys are kind of yeah. growing on me already. So yeah. It's good. They, uh, they're definitely, they're very, they're very much endearing themselves to me mm-hmm. and I to them, I think. And just like hearing them say, like, they'll just off, you know, randomly say they're not, they don't mean for me to hear it, I don't think, but they'll say to each other, like, I think this is the only class I like, (laughs) which is like a big thing for me. Cause I'm like, okay, well, that means you like what I'm doing. You you enjoy what we're learning. The low, I think I've just been so exhausted. Uh. Like, that's not even specifically school related necessarily, but just like the, combination of i said this earlier but it's so true summer luke and school luke are two different people and they do not have the same agenda (laughs) so like summer luke likes to stay up late and he likes to play video games and he likes to do nothing and then like school luke has to do everything the opposite of that so just like i have to go to i have to make myself go to bed early or earlier (laughs) and like i can't just do what i want to all day like i have Mm -hmm. to like plan and which I like, I enjoy it, but at the same time, it's just getting back into the well, routine. Well, saying goodbye to Summer Luke and yes, Jonathan, yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. I'm grieving. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, y'all know I was a week or two. I might yeah. still no, I think I'm done with my grieving process. I think I handled it pretty well. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, you give up. Yeah, you know, you're giving up freedom, and that's never, it's never easy. Well, but. I just also like grieve the fact that like you know I I was going from seeing like. And the wife, and the wife, in the summer, my wife works like all day pretty much. And I'm with our daughter and then we switch. Mm-hmm. So like now I only see her like two or three hours a day. So it's just, it's a change. It's very exhausting. And to throw a whole other wrench into the play, we got a puppy. So like, <laughs> it's just like having a newborn again. And like, <laughs> oh, man, Megan yeah. will text me during the day. She'll be like, I'm so tired. I, why? She's like, why did we do this to ourselves? And I'll be like, I don't know, but. But she's, she's cute. So That's cute. all that matters. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. 
Well, that's good. I think that that would be so. Like, I think that'd be kind of fun going forward, just to tink, just to tink, just to tink, just to think about the things that have been good, and maybe the low. We don't have to talk about like profession or uh, personal stuff. We just do professional stuff because mm. it's always nice to uh, think on your week. Um, okay, so switching gears here, let's get into the meat of the meat and potatoes of the episode. Mm. Okay. And I thought it would be really, really good for us to talk about the things that we have found in our careers that are either like apps or websites or just tools that we use that we think would be beneficial for other people to know about. So I'm calling this World Language Teacher Toolkit. And I think that it could be really good for anyone who is new to the profession or maybe somebody that's been doing it for a while and just needs ideas. Mm-hmm. And I think... Um, you know, I, I didn't. I didn't only just put like w- like websites or apps. Like I, I just did like resources or like things that you could. We kind of have talked about this a little bit the last two episodes, but I wanted to give its own give it its own episode too. That way, if you're looking for a specific episode that would be really pertinent to you, you could just go. Oh, episode fourteen. First of all, can you believe it's episode fourteen? That's incredible. Is. Yeah. Wow. Also, I meant to say this earlier and I forgot. I, they don't know this. These these two at the table don't know this. I'm oh. about to I'm about to surprise them. <laughs> the Linguist Lounge has been downloaded over 500 times. No way. Woo-woo. Are you serious? Yep. Thanks, That's guys. Huge. Yeah. I didn't want to tell you till the podcast. So. That's incredible. That's really, and we've got listeners from really everywhere, y'all. Like it's just like shows me this little map uh-huh. of the world, and it's got like little dots where people listen. It's like wow. red, sort of like, and they get darker the more people listen uh-huh. in the area. But it's like all over. Wow. It's really cool. Thank yeah. y'all Thanks so much for listening. Yeah. Because well, when we, we weren't, you know, we never really had any goals. I mean, we have goals, obviously, but we didn't have any, like, long-term, like, we want to, there to be, like, a thousand people listening to us or anything. So it's just really cool to have. We were doing this for us. Yeah. You know, so it's really cool to That's have exciting. That's a lot. That's exciting. That's a really big And we just started in June. So hmm. it's August. I feel like that's That's awesome. Great. For sure. Yeah. It's only um, going to get better from here, guys. Truly. So if you, uh, well, I don't know how to phrase that question really but who would like to start or if you like, would like me to start whatever go ahead okay sweet so i was thinking about this and i was like okay there there are definitely ones on this list that i was like okay everybody's gonna know about that but i do mm. want to mention it but mm. i would like to mention something that i found very helpful to me last year that's like kind of new to me and it's this website called team up and it is essentially i was telling Dali about this today so i'm sorry you're gonna hear it again it's all right. um it's basically an online calendar so you as the teacher can go in and you can you can sort it by an entire month and you can put everything that you're going to do for that month. So well, I don't mean like you have to put your plans in there, but like if you have a quiz on Friday, just put in quiz over blah, 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 and put it on that day. And you give them a link to view only. Mm-hmm. So they don't actually have to create an account or anything. They just have the link and they can click on the link. I send it to them in Remind. And they open Which, that. That's a tool in and of itself. Yes, I open that oh, up, yeah. or sorry, they open that up, and it just shows them the calendar, and they can sort it by week or by month or by day or whatever, and it just shows them an overview of what we're doing. And mm-hmm. I like to use it, especially with my upper division classes, because we have things that we do regularly. So I'll assign a reading, and then after the four or five days that they have had to read it, I'll assign a quiz. So it's nice for them to say, okay, I received this thing on Tuesday. And it's good for accountability in that way, too, because I can be like, no, you've known about this for a week. Mm-hmm. And they can go back to that calendar and say, okay, yeah, I guess I have known about it for a week. <laughs> but it's really good for accountability. It's also really good for them to just be – because a lot of times when you get – especially when we teach honors classes and, like, upper division classes, those kids are much more uh, self 
driven. Like they they're, they're able to keep themselves accountable more mm-hmm. than me having to hold them accountable. So, you know, they want something like that. They want to be able to see, okay, well, I know that I have a quiz on Monday and then I have another quiz on Friday. And then this is what the quiz is about. And I like it because you can color code. So like, for example, I have all the quizzes on that calendar that are in blue. And then I have all the readings are in orange. And then I have all the, and sometimes I'll even link, if I have the PDF of something, I'll even put the PDF into that specific Mm -hmm. um, day so they can, they can always re-download it from their phone Mm because it's very user-friendly on the phone as well, which I like. Um, I have the app and my AP class last year, I required them to download the app because then it's, they have a lot more features, but the, the web one is just as good. So mm-hmm. I like team up. Um, it's, I, I mean, it's specifically for business, but I use it as, a, as an educator and it's been very good for them to be able, like I said, for them to see just like what's coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That reminds me, I was going to have like, like a to-do list on the board every day of like what we're going to do. And I've yeah. not been doing that. I'm going to get, I'm going to. Just written on the board. Yeah, just so that they know where we're going with it. Yeah, the specific, like the specific activities, not just the objectives that are required to be there. Whatever, I'm not gonna put objectives up there, but at least a to-do list of like what we're gonna do. We're giving you side eye. (laughs) (laughs) I just do. You're so brave. I just write. I can. Just so brave, Heather. Mine are just I can statements. (laughs) Well, I mean, now that so observations are a thing. Maybe oh, we could do a podcast on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, observations are a thing. They used to be tied to our pay. You know. And now they're not, so. Yeah. But some people out there may be in a different situation. Are they still tied to bonuses? No, no, no. No, I'm saying as far as tied to our pay, wasn't it just a bonus? Well, it was if you didn't get a three, you didn't get a pay raise every year. Pay raise, gotcha. But it was like so incremental that it was like. Okay. So I'm I'm just saying like I'm not as nervous, although that's not true because I was really nervous last year, but. I was I'm always like, a little nervous, nervous no about yeah. observations. But anyway, this is not about observations. This is about tools. Um, and he did kind of mention, so he sends it out through Remind. I That's the first thing I set up mm-hmm. is Remind. Um, just because the first like couple of weeks, they don't have Chromebooks, which, oh my gosh, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, okay, I need them to have For Chromebooks. Um, but set up Remind with them. And I always set it up so that they, if they have questions, they can ask me too. Um, I don't necessarily have my like notifications on for it or anything but i do like them to be able to ask a question like especially if they're like quiet kids or whatever and they don't want to like raise their hand or whatever right um so oh yeah it's great set up yeah and, that's really great actually and that way you can push things out to them faster too mm-hmm. because especially since they don't have their yeah. books like if you want to do whatever duolingo or yeah. flipgrid or whatever you want to do to just send that out in there yeah. um and that's an easier way to push things out so i make sure to get that set up pretty quickly yeah i really like remind in our uh, school district i feel like K through 12 are finally on the same page about using that as communication because at the elementary mm-hmm. level, the last two years with my kids who were in elementary school, um, my, like my own kids, they didn't weren't using Remind except for one teacher. Um, but now it's just like everything. everybody. So and like, I've noticed, have y'all noticed that the parents are even in the Remind? Like they yes. have them set up for us already. Yes, they yeah. do. Um, um, the only thing is, um, this is being invited to a class like my kid being a part of kid my kids classes or like a staff group or faculty group then my personal the spanish teaches spanish classes that i teach somewhat disappear like i know how to get back to Mm -hmm. them but it's really weird to toggle back and forth between them and i think there's a workaround but i don't understand the language that remind uses yeah (laughs) that so i've got to find that out but it's i I do like remind as a communication Mm -hmm. tool for sure but there are if you're teaching versus being the parent of a kid in a class it's there's there's things god i'm so happy i don't have to do that (laughs) right now because i would i do not have i don't have time for that stress in my life i probably just wouldn't be in the remind (laughs) 
<laughs> I use Remind, like the app for like when I'm communicating with my kids. Yep. But like as far as like the stuff that my kids in, I just use it like through the actual messenger. Yes. Like the yep. message app. I message instead. Okay. Of That's yeah. I don't. I can't even figure. We they started one this year for the staff because yeah. sometimes our building is very like. It's just hard to get service sometimes. It's like tornado proof, so it's hard to get service in certain parts of the building. So they started to remind for the faculty. And for the life of me, I can I, I can figure out how to get in the group, but I can't figure out how to get it to show up in the Remind app. Mm-hmm. So it's just a whole thing. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. And so I all, we need to talk to Remind. Yeah, about basically. Issues. Sponsor us. I think it might be us. <laughs> yeah, might be us, not them, but I think, like, yeah, I just have to figure out what the question I need to ask. That's right. Um. So I'll go because you were talking about how to like kind of organize your students. Um, I sent you guys something, um, our whole world language department Mm -hmm. right before we came in here. And I finally, at the beginning of this week, I just now sharing it with you guys though. Um, finish my unit roadmap and it's really cute and it's real it's cutesy but it has a lot of good information so basically this unit roadmap looks like for me it's something i give to the students it looks kind of like a boarding pass or itinerary mm-hmm. so it has a departure date and a mm-hmm. return date and that's just basically saying here the date here's the like, date ranges we're going to be okay. in this unit mm-hmm. um and uh, i call it adventures in whatever the unit name is we have a like a quote unquote packing list which is like a list of phrases uh words that are going to be useful for them during the unit that sounds adorable it's 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 really cute um and to keep me myself accountable because something i've not been good i kind of randomly touch on all the spanish-speaking countries by all not really at all some of them but to keep myself accountable for going to different countries and highlighting them throughout the year we have a destination mm-hmm. so that's why i mean it kind of looks like a boarding pass with a departure date and a return date and a country that we're going to and on the back side is the custom sheet for re-entry again i'm doing air quotes mm-hmm. quote to back to the u.s so to return you here are your options of projects you have to show me to show me what you learned Love during it. this um unit and i was really excited about it so i went over that to, with i distributed it to my students yesterday um so they know basically i mean it's not everything it's not everything i'm going to teach but it's a really a good foundation and it's presented in a very cultural travel sort right. of um, cute. way. Cute. Do you have them yeah. all set up for all your units or just, it's, just it's the temp, the template. I mean, the template oh, the is template. there mm. and I'll just have to change it Fill for it. every oh, unit. That's yeah. So cute. Thank you. It yeah. looks really good. Thank you. Yeah. I liked it. I looked at it before we started recording. And I'm it's excited so cute. about it. So that's something that I'm um, starting this year is yeah. this unit roadmap itinerary, whatever, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yep. Um, so my next one is going to be like a duh, but I think sometimes we think so much about these, about the ones of us that have been doing this for a long time. But I thought back to my first year that I ever taught and somebody was telling me about teachers pay teachers. And I was like, I don't know what that is. So yeah. I want to just circle back to this for a second as a uh, kind of like a walk down memory lane with me, if you will. So if I were a first year teacher again, and I Things did not know about teachers knew. pay teachers, I wish that somebody had told me, like if I wish that yep. somebody would have told me. Because it's so, there's so many things on there. So, well, I want to start off by saying it could be very overwhelming if you don't know what's good mm-hmm. or if you don't know what is uh, maybe like appropriate for the level you're teaching um, to know what to buy or even what to just download for free. Mm-hmm. But it, when you work with it over, you know, a month or two, you do kind of get to know people that make things that you like more than others or 
you know, you've learned, you learn to figure out which resources are better resources. So like for me, I know I, I talk about, sorry, I'm about choked. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I talk about Senorita Spanish a lot, mm-hmm. but that's because everything that I've ever purchased from her off teachers pay teachers. First of all, let's be supporting other teachers. Yes. That's the first thing. So, you know, that if you are having trouble figuring out what you want to do, support some some other small business teacher that's doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the things don't cost that much. So like, yeah. even if you, you know, spend 250 or whatever, yeah. it's 250. Yeah. Like, uh, and then you have it. That's the thing I love about it is that you have it year after year and you can yeah. always go back and re-download it because you own the rights to it. But I know that she makes good stuff. So every time I go look for something, I'm like, okay, let me see what she has first. Mm-hmm. I know that you have one that you really like too. I can't remember her name though. Profe Plots. Profe Plots. But yeah. there's another one with an S. Miss... Miss Senorita? Miss... No. Miss Miss? I can't think. I can't... I, I, you you, you bring me... You I'm, bring I'm me Senorita some. Spanish is yeah. my favorite. I think you too. bring me some stuff from another girl. I'll try to remember okay. who she is and put her in the show notes. But okay. there, there's, there are so many people that make such good things. Uh, Miss Clases Locas. Miss Clases yeah. Locas. So Excellent. Good. I know that um, there's just so much stuff on there. And there's there are people... The thing that I like to remind myself is, like, I don't have to reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. Every single time that I want to teach something, I don't have to be the one that's like, I need to create the most interesting thing in the world. Because there are people out there that have already done it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I like to lean into those things. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, teachers pay teachers. If you type in TPT, it will take you there. Well, not only that, but also, so there is a lot of stuff out there for Spanish. But, like, a lot of times Luke will come to me with, you know, something that he did. And I just to be trans, because to be fair, there's not a lot of German yeah. stuff on there. But there is a Lot more Spanish and to just, right. as long as you can have the Spanish translated or know enough yeah. about it, then you can make it work for you. So even if you're another language, don't yep. be afraid to use. Like, yep. That's what Spanish I love to do for Heather. I'm like, I brought you this and I wrote the English words on it for yeah. you. Oh, <laughs> good teacher. Like, well, I mean, if you know something's good and that it works, yeah. then right. you want to share it with other people, Absolutely. obviously. Exactly. But there's there. And I like especially what I my process with teachers pay teachers is I go and look through the free stuff first. So if I'm like looking oh, for. Yeah. El presente can you progresivo. By free? I think yes, you can. you can. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking for el presente progresivo, and I'm like, okay, I want to go filter by free. If there's nothing free, then I can go turn the free filter off and, and go by relevance. Yeah. Because they don't have like a most popular. It's just relevance, mm-hmm. and relevance will be like, um, or not relevance, highest rated. So I guess that is popular popularity, but mm-hmm. yeah. it it'll show you like what's been bought more often than the stuff that mm-hmm. hasn't. Mm-hmm. But there's some real gems on there. Like, honestly, yeah. there there's some really great stuff. You just have to dig a little bit, but it's worth, it is worth, like, playing with. And yeah. even if you don't use it, you know, as much as, like, but even if you don't use it that much, you, you can find some really good stuff on there. And so. they sell gift cards. And so I feel like a lot of the trend of people putting, like, their Amazon wish list. Yep. Another thing, especially if you're a new teacher, because you'll probably spend more money, you know, in your first few years. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, ask for TPT gift cards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely hit up the TPT gift cards. Nice. A lot and of times, pre- teachers. I mean, more than ways than one. Yeah. yeah. And they have a sale like three or four times a year where it's twenty five percent off. So, you know, look for those too. They'll send emails about it. But also, just you know, when you go to their website, there's usually a bar across the top that's like use code back to school or back to school twenty three for twenty five percent off. So there's always a code, and most of the time, the teachers that I follow, they discount their stuff anyway. So. It's just a nice, uh, they have like whole sets of curriculum on there. Yeah. There's like the Somos curriculum is on there. If you're familiar with Martina Beck's, which she might as well sponsor me (laughs) because I talk about her so often, but her curriculum's on there. Um, 
Angie Torri is another one that's really great. She has a lot of stuff on there too. She writes her own curriculum. So, yeah, but I just thought I would love, I would have loved to have had someone more rapidly than they did tell me about Teachers by Teachers my first year. I agree. I remember being a first, second year teacher and hearing people talk about it, but it was, I just, I don't know if I was just too shy to like yeah. really ask about it because the way it was explained to me was, it, it didn't did it no justice. Yep. Once you get on there and see, you're like, oh, this is amazing. This How is have I made these things? This? Well, wasn't it blocked for us? It, it was, was until last year. year. Yep. Yeah. So. I mean, I would just do it at home. Yeah, right. I just do it at home. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like they don't. I mean, you know, I think. But there's also stuff that goes along. Their their big thing was we want you to use the curriculum we gave you. But the thing is, there's stuff that goes along with it. Yes. It's ancillary. like ancillary. It's yeah. not. You're not replacing anything. You're just. I need to figure out another way to teach this because the book only has like one activity. So, you know, and I don't have to be the one to create everything all the time. Right. Yeah. If I could, if you learn nothing else, don't reinvent the wheel. Mm -hmm. It's not worth it. It's not worth you struggling to try and figure out how to teach something that someone's been teaching well Mm -hmm. already. Just use their method. And also, I think Delee told me this last year, but, and it's, but it stuck with me so much. It's like, you don't have to create something new every time that you want to teach something. Cause I'm the person that's like, yeah. I don't want it to get stale. I want to do something different. Yeah. Especially last year when I was teaching AP for the first time, I told Lee, I was like, I just don't think I have time to like do creative fun things in mm-hmm. Spanish one. She was like, what you're doing is already good enough. <laughs> and I was God, like, that seriously. really, that was very well, powerful. To us, it might be stale, but like this, is the first time yes. they're hearing it. So as long as we can keep it fresh for ourselves or like, yeah. you know, keep the energy up ourselves, like yeah. they'll catch on to it. And shout out to us teaching the ones, the, 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 Four world language ones because I'm bored. I'm I've been so bored this last week. <laughs> Yesterday was my first day where I was like, oh, I'm just. Uh. But then you know I go around and I talk to these students. I'm like, we're not ready. We're not ready. No. I'm gonna have a few more yep. days of this. But but I went ahead and introduced something new today because I had to. Honestly, I so it was kind of cool too because I have some. So we have this. Um, what are they called? Service learners. Yep. So I have some service learners and they were my some of my AP kids from last year. Um, and so I called him in to like, cause we're doing, you know, hi, what's your name? How old are you? Like the introductory questions, you know, and I like had a conversation that I want the kids to have, but I could call them up and be, you know, part of it. And it was just, you know, that's very cool. Yeah. But it's like cool that, you know, they've come so far. I mean, they were in the AP obviously, so they know those really beginner questions, but it was so cool to just be like, all right, just get up here and have this conversation. We're not going to practice or have any, you know, prep time. So it is kind of cool to even though it is kind of boring what we're mm-hmm. doing, but like to look at somebody who's been through it and be like, Oh, I remember when we were doing that and right. just, yeah. you know, see how far they've come in the time that they've been with us. So um, yeah, that's kind of a cool perspective too. I love that too. I have one of those this year. She's, I don't know that I could do that with her, but she's great. <laughs> I don't think she'd want to is really what I mean. <laughs> What's your next one, Heather? Um, I had on there, um, uh, what is it called? Um, Quizlet, but that's obviously an obvious one. Um, but just like games, like let's not forget to play games. I had forgotten about Quizlet Live because we've been using GimKit and Look at mm-hmm. Kahoot and all that kind of stuff. And we just did like old school live, and I really like that because you don't have to keep rejoining it like some of the other games. You have yeah. to keep putting the new join code in. And Quizlet Live, they can just back to back to back to back to back, yeah. and they can you know yeah. switch teams and everything like that. So like oldie but a goodie, but um, for sure until it gets blocked. Yes. Yeah, yeah, our district is discontinuing the usage of Quizlet. I'm going to try not to, though. Well, I mean, I think you could do it on their own devices. Yeah. It's just not going to be approved. we did today. I mean, we did, like, on their, like, the Quizlet Live was on their phones. Yeah. But, I mean, they were actually, honestly, really into it. And so, like, I can see getting that out every once in a while, just, like, bring it out. It was, 
I don't know. Cool. And they, it gets them to know each other because I put them in different groups. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you got to go find those people just because mm-hmm. a lot of times they don't interact with each other. Yep. In my class, well, in my class they do, but in other classes, I don't know if they do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That was a big thing for me too, is like just making sure they are like talking to each other. Or they know each other's names. Yeah. Like, they don't even know each other's yeah, names. I don't like want that. it to be October and you'd be like, who did, what's his name? Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. Oh my gosh. There's, there will always be at least the one that's just too cool. To know you. Literally. All right, Delish. All right. Delicious. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of Edpuzzle. I mm. use it a lot. Um, as a non-native Spanish speaker, I like to have my students hear a variety of different native speakers speak. So I use a ton of YouTube videos. Um, if you don't know Edpuzzle, Edpuzzle takes YouTube videos and makes um, questions. It could be multiple choice, true mm-hmm. or false, open-ended questions. Um you can use Edpuzzle to search for something that's already been made. You could make your own. You don't even really have to go into Edpuzzle to make one. Every single YouTube video will have a yellow icon with a puzzle piece that no says way, really? create your own Edpuzzle. Oh. And you can go in and, and customize it to exactly what you want your students. It takes very little time. But before our students, um, we're, we're one-to-one devices. So before our students get Chromebooks, I go ahead and do a few with them as a teacher the first week or two mm-hmm. to, so, so that they can see mm-hmm. how it is. I'd say 25 to 50% of the students are already familiar with it mm-hmm. from other classes, but it's for me, it's a really important tool. Yeah, and tool. I also like the Edpuzzle that it prints out. Like It has good um, reports that you can... The oh, data. Yeah, the data. Yeah, the data. It's got, it's got the data. Yeah. So, yeah, so Edpuzzle is definitely my go-to because, I mean, YouTube, I mean, that's just where you're going to find mm-hmm. some of the best authentic mm-hmm. videos. And so use, going to straight to YouTube, making it an Edpuzzle. Um, and side note, <laughs> these two have heard it so many times. It syncs automatically with our, stu- our school's um, grade book. Yeah. So that's very helpful for me. Yeah. That's amazing. And I see another one on your list that was also on my list, but it had a total Good. flop with it today. What? Oh, my gosh. I tried to have them do a flip. Oh. Ugh. First no? of all, service also in our building. I don't know if y'all struggle with this, uh. but, like, service in the building. Uh, I tried to have them do a record it, and it wanted to download From the their phones. Yeah, from oh, their Oh, okay. I so work, but I tell us what it. flip is. Uh, so flip, formerly flip grid. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a thing where they can have like a, a code and they basically record themselves, but it sends it to like a nice little class for you to like go through and grade. Um, so it just kind of makes it easier. And I always have them do it in pairs, you know, that way you can grade two for one. So you don't have as much yeah. grade. Um, yeah. Cause it's a lot to go through there and watch all those videos. Yeah. But yes. if you're getting two, you yep. know, you're watching one minute video and you're getting two grades at the same time. Um, it just is a lot faster, but yeah, I'm going to have to wait on that. I scrapped it for my mm-hmm. second and third classes because they didn't have their Chromebooks and it just wasn't working on the phones. Yeah. I, Heather brings a good point cause I have the note flip and then I put Chromebooks out to mm-hmm. the side. I've done the, I've made, no, I wouldn't say it's a mistake, but I've had the same fail where I try to get on the you know, jump on the flip train real quick mm-hmm. and get their get it downloaded to their phones, the app on their phones. But I had service issues, yeah, so service. Um, mm-hmm. we should have um, Chromebooks to almost all of our students by the end of this week. So Hopefully, that's when that's when um, I'll yep. which do I mean, understandably, it takes a while to get seventeen hundred yeah. Chromebooks out. Like it I does. get it, but mm-hmm. it's just like blah. Um, it takes a while to get started, but yeah. I, I assure them, like I'm old enough, I know how to do things without the internet. So yeah. don't worry. But it's just it's just a really great platform, I think, to just keep those videos organized. I mean, I remember I didn't have I didn't know any tools, couldn't find anything when I at my last job, and all I would get was just these videos emailed to me, and mm-hmm. it was just so disorganized. And which so, class it was from? Or, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah and mm-hmm. so to have the classes organized right. like that is a wonderful thing. They've done a lot of work in the actual app too, just to make sure that everything is like 
better. Um, we have a, actually there's we have a meeting this evening. Oh yeah, tell us about your experience with Flipgrid. Flipsider. I'm a Flipsider. My Flipgrid insider. Flipsider. I'm a Flipgrid amba- ambassador. And have you learned any new deets on that? Not that really. You, that you can share. They're just they're just trying to update things. They're just trying to make things better and more easy to use. Because something that was really kind of frustrating that they they actually fixed this last year was the whole like videos being public versus videos oh, being yeah. private and like if you got that. That you had to set it up a certain way when you wanted to create when you created the assignment if you wanted the videos to only go to you or if you wanted everybody to see them because like the the idea of flipgrid is that flip sorry it's gonna take sorry me. yeah it's gonna flip. take me a while to get flip. that flip just it's sounds a little bit flip i don't know um but the idea is is that it's a collaborative thing so everybody can respond to a prompt and you can see other people's so that you can like you know it's like a comparison i guess like for like if so so for example if you wanted to say like what's your favorite class and why like you could go in there and i could say oh spanish is my favorite class because i like to learn about culture and i love grammar and i like languages and blah, blah blah but you could also go and see somebody else's but like when you're speaking like when it's foreign language based it's just people have a lot more anxiety about that because mm-hmm. they don't want to sound dumb or mm-hmm. what to them i'm putting that in quote in quotes but um that was just a problem because it was like you had to go and set it up and if you didn't then people are watching everybody else's videos right. it's just like a whole thing yeah. so that was changed that made it nicer that they did change that they're just trying to make overall improvements there's a uh, Nothing that's of note that's really cha- – like, I there's nothing coming or anything. Place to, I just love the service. It's really – Something I want to try out with Flip this year, but like, you got to get to the place where your students are comfortable with other people watching their videos. Right. But because I used to teach ESL, I have quite a few – and I also did a teacher development program at the college I worked with. I know quite a few teachers that teach in Spanish-speaking countries – that teach English mm-hmm. to their students. And I would just want to do a collaboration, almost like a like virtual pen right. pal. And through uh, Flipgrid, sharing the code, the class code with these teachers and having their students watch my students' videos. And it could even be as simple as like one question. Like it, it could be a cultural question or it could be practicing the language that we're using in the class. Just have them have these like response. Because you can, res- like Luke was saying, you can reply to another student's video, but that means that right. everyone has to be able to see yep. it too. So getting these students out of their shell to be able to, to for them to be able to see that so that actual Spanish speakers can reply to mm. their questions and have conversations. Yep. Yep. Excellent. I had Flipgrid on mine too. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, another one that I had written down that I thought was interesting. I didn't use it as much last year, but the first year that I taught here, which I don't know. I, I'm going to say what it is, and I'm going to have to explain like why I don't know if I'm going to be able to use it or not. But there's a website uh, called Goose Chase, and it's a scavenger hunt. And I like it because it's all on their phone. So like you set it up, and you set up the time limits, and you, you, you put the clues in there, and they go to the clue, and they answer it, and they submit a response, and then it gives them the next one. So it's, like, automated, and it'll give them, like, messages along the way. Or I can send a message from my computer to all their phones to say, like, hey, just so you know, you've got 10 minutes left. Come and it's class. Yeah, ah. it's great because they can go around the school and do different things. So, like, I can't remember what it was we were doing. Maybe present progressive. That's really funny that I said that earlier, but I think it was present oh, yeah. progressive, and I had them, like, go to the gym and – uh 
like the, basically the Senate said we are running in the gym, and I wanted them to show send me a video. So they upload a video, and then I can see it on my screen, and I can see like the the issue. It's not an issue, but the thing is, like you can only have six groups. But if you split your class up, that shouldn't be an issue. Like they can they, they can easily work with six people. But I had like there's an input for vo- voice, there's an input input for text, there's an input for pictures and videos. So you can pretty much there's no limit on what you can do. Mm-hmm. And I liked it because they just go and do it. <laughs> and then for, like, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I think it was sports actually. Mm-hmm. It was because uh, one of them was like act like you're swimming, do a synchronized swimming yeah. routine. Um, (laughs) but it was really, really fun and they really liked it because they were out doing things, which, you know, like, I don't, I don't know that I'll be able to do that this year just because we have, uh, the safety stuff, but, um, you know, it was really fun and I think it would be really cool. Even if you had, maybe you could get access to like the gym one day and you could just have them go to different places in the gym and. You're in there with them, but they're still like being able to do the scavenger hunt. Could you have it set up to where they do it outside of, like, school hours? Like, they could just yeah. do it anywhere. Like, if they, you know, if you're, like, I don't know, teaching certain idioms, be like, snap a picture of this if you see this happening. Yeah. And label it with this idiom or whatever, yeah. whatever vocabulary yeah. you're working on. So they You could, could just definitely really do it whenever. Okay. I mean, you can put, you could, you can put an unlimited time on there. Okay. But I just always did it for the class period because yeah. I wanted them to get it done during yeah. that class period. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I it's mean, changed. there's totally up to uh, whatever you want to do. But there's a lot of And it's you said six groups totals is six groups per class. Six groups. So you, six you, can run, you can only run one at a time. Okay. And you can have six groups competing at the same time. Okay. So what I usually did was, like, give them a color and a shape. So, like the red team or like the red diamonds or like the blue circles. And then they, they all had a specific code that they entered to get in their specific. Okay. So it starts them off as, at a different place basically. Okay. Mm. And uh, then they, yeah. there's like 10 or you can put 10 or 12. So they're not all going to the same place. Right. right. And the, okay. the, the problem, it's not a problem. It does take a little bit of time to set up, but once you set it up, you can run it indefinitely. Like I could keep that one and run it as as long as, as many years as I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that. It does, it takes a little bit of work to set up because you have to go in and like create all the topics or create all the prompts. And and is it like a lot of the other platforms? Like, can you search for things that are already created? I or do I've never tried. I've, I've never tried. I've, I've only done created my own. I really want to do this, but I'm yes. meant to do it last year because you did a great yeah. um, professional development session. There's two. There's one, there's Goose Chase and there's Goose Chase for Education. So do the second one. Okay. Because mm-hmm. it, it is very expensive otherwise. Like if you wanted to do Goose Chase, and pay for a subscription like a lot of big big businesses will do like with their staffs and stuff mm-hmm. it's like three hundred dollars a year mm-hmm. but does goose chase for educators does that yes cost? it's free it's free all yeah. right that's good so no the answer is no it does not cost it's free, free. <laughs> uh i was gonna say something were you gonna say something no go ahead well i can't remember what it was so oh um this isn't a tech oh, resource um but i have I don't know why I'm just now getting the bright idea to do this. Um, I really was struggling with makeup work. I mean, absences just, I feel like post COVID uh, continue to be an issue. And I really have a great system now and it's so simple. It's just a five tiered tray. Mm -hmm. And every day after I'm done, I put that, if there's any paperwork involved in that, I, for that day, I put it in there, and they say, what did I miss yesterday? What mm-hmm. do I have to do? Go to that tray, label it Monday through Friday, which I haven't done yet, but I'm going to. <laughs> um, and then it, once they get their Chromebooks, if something's on Schoology, uh, which is our 
learning LMS. platform or right. LMS. Um, uh, yours might be Google Classroom or whatever. I'm sure there's others, but Schoology's where they do where I'm going to put their online assignments. Um, and I just have like I'm going to have a card and just that's a good idea. Schoology, Schoology. Just that's check Schoology that's for that day because that's yeah. what I was like for paper things. That's easy, but no, it's a good yeah. Idea. So I'm just going to laminate a few cards. That's a good check idea. Schoology. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Oh my gosh, I remembered it. I know it's so it silly, but like it's a, just an organizational thing that was kind of getting me out of control yep. with papers and and just having conversations. Delia's really upped her organizational game this year. I, I really have. Like it, it was necessary. But, kind of and that kind of is a point too, though. Like so, you know, first year it's kind of hard to be organized, but yeah. just get your plan together, get it. Yeah. Yep. Like each year you can add. Like you don't have to be organized your first year yep. out. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like it's something you can kind of work on after you've mm-hmm. done it a couple of yeah. times. Yeah. Because in like. This is my 14th year teaching, but it's really important for you guys to remember, this is my 13th year back in public school. Where I taught before, I think the class maximum size, we couldn't have more than 12 based on, like, certain international laws and regulations mm-hmm. yes. for ESL programs at the mm-hmm. college level. So, I mean, 12 students, I mean, I didn't have to think about organizing that. that was and they nothing. were probably really organized anyway. And they were already really organized. Their families or themselves have spent all this money to send them to, you know, thousands of miles away to study right. in the United States. It was not an issue, but back in public yeah. school with teaching over a hundred students a day, like I was not prepared yeah. for the sheer amount of paper. It's a lot of paper assignments that just come across yep. your room every yep. day. And I think honestly, the there's trade-offs to that. Cause like if it were all digital, I think I would feel the same way. Digital absolutely. mess is bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. It's the set. Yeah. yeah. Digital. Don't, I, I created, I saw this, uh, Real, this reel, this Instagram reel this summer. And there was this guy talking about how he was so overwhelmed with his Google Drive, which if you know anything about Google Drive, it's just a hot mess in there anyway. But he created this folder called Monica's Closet, like Monica's Closet from Friends. <laughs> and he, he selected everything in his Google Drive and put it in there. So everything's in a folder. And then as you need something, you search for it and then you move it to the other folder. And I was like, that is brilliant. Uh-huh. I'm doing that. And I did it, and it has helped me tremendously because it's nothing. It's not as much to look at uh, in there because I, I use every, I use Google Drive for my everything. Yeah, Google Drive is my everything. <laughs> but it's nice to not have to look at it. You know? Yeah. But I was thinking, like, yeah, I saw I saw somebody else talking about how, you know, it was like a pep talk to first year teachers, and the reality is, when you're a first year teacher, you're just surviving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You shouldn't you shouldn't feel bad about not being organized right. or not being yeah. able to Absolutely. have everything done every day because the reality is, we have a we have a teacher that teaches on our hall, and I don't think she's like a first year teacher. Maybe in the United States, she would we say she's first year teacher? She's first year teacher. D- generally, generally, period. Okay, teacher. so she's a first year teacher, and I I have to remind her like. Don't stay here all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go home. Yeah. And she's like, what I need to do, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you're never going to do all the things you want to do. Yeah, you really can't compare teacher-wise because, like, we've all been teaching different times. But also, you start again, like, when you go to a new school. Like, you yep. still have the yep. same ideas, but, like, you don't have the same Google. Yeah. Like, and, yep. and also, to be totally honest, like, if you're – and this isn't – I'm not – I don't know how to say this. I'm just going to say it. I'd be ruffling feathers sometimes. But um, if you're doing the same thing every year, maybe you should not be doing that. Maybe you should change it up a little bit. Oh, Yes, thank you, Luke. I remember, oh, the, I don't think I said this on that episode where, like, lies other teachers, well, lies we tell ourselves, but a lie that one teacher told me one time is, by the third year, you've got it all. You've got everything um, you're ever going to use. It's basically the, she never, she didn't say that verbatim, but I was like, no, 
Mm-hmm. I'm doing this 14 years. Or like years. people who make their copies ahead of time. Like, I'm like, <laughs> what? You know what you're going to do tomorrow? Huh, like, that's weird. Wh- why? Yeah. Why yeah. would you feel that comfortable yep. that you know exactly what that's you're doing exactly for the what. whole year? It's yep. I'm way more organized. I have a PowerPoint for every day. I know that if I don't lesson plan, like the actual the daily lesson plan, I've got my lesson plan yep. and my PowerPoint. I, I labeled it. I organized myself last year by day. So I can go into my last year's folder and say day seven, Spanish yep. one. Here's mm-hmm. what we're doing. Done. But I'm not keeping it the same. Right. Yeah. Those days. I'm adding to it. I'm keeping it. Sure yeah. It I mean, you've got to stay up yeah. to date. And that's sure. kind of what I was thinking, you know, too, is like there's there's something to be said job, about. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> there's something to be said about, like, being stagnant and being, like, complacent. And I think a lot of times, like, teachers that have been teaching for many, many years, they kind of fall into that trap of being like, well, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this for 20 years. And I'm like, well, if you're not changing, then you're not learning. You're mm-hmm. not growing. You're not. I just feel like we have to change, too. Like, we, we ask the kids to change a lot of times to be better or to be more articulate or to be more well-educated, but we also have to be the same. Mm, absolutely. And I just think there's something, like, really, also there's something really refreshing about, you know, going back through, oh, I did that last year and it didn't, I didn't like it, yeah. or it worked really well, or I need to tweak that a little bit, because, yeah. like, I don't, I don't think I've ever done the same thing every year. I don't think I ever will. Well, but I like having a plan. So, like, I mean, I do, I mean, obviously, I lesson plan every day because I got first block plan, which is nice. But so I, like, do, you know, go through what I did last year. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, always tweaking it. Or yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying to reinvent the wheel. I think yeah. I actually said that earlier. Don't you reinvent did. the wheel. Use the lesson plan. You know, like, I use the lesson plan, but I'm like, how do I, how would I give, how would I give this information this year? Mm. in comparison to how I did it last year. That's kind of what I'm always thinking about. It's like a capsule wardrobe for your lesson planning. Yeah. You have the basics, and you, you have add the activities that work. Take away the things yeah. that don't match or That's don't good. go well, and then add yep. the That's little good. sprinkles there. But I, just, like I do okay. want to just encourage the people that listen that are first-year teachers. It's like you're just surviving this year. Yeah. There's No one said that you had to be absolutely perfect at everything. And also something that I heard a long time ago that really stuck with me was comparisons, the thief of joy. So if you're going to compare yourself to other people, you're never going to be happy, you know? And I think, you know, you lean into the, what you are good at and the rest of the stuff, it'll be fine. You'll grow, especially if you are teaching for the first year, you will get really good at something along the way, but it may not be this year. This year might be bad. (laughs) Just to be completely honest, it might not be the best year, but if you choose to stick with it, it does get easier. You know, I mean, I still, I was, I told y'all two weeks ago, I was anxious about coming back to school and I've been teaching for eight, seven years, something like that. So mm. it's just new every year. Yep. Something new and something different. Um, I don't think I have anything else. I mean, I did put Duolingo on there, but I also put like, but like how? <laughs> Cause I think Duolingo is a really great tool for us in world language, but it's like, how do you make that effective? How do you structure that i've what i've started doing is um this year i've just started being like if you want to do duolingo that's fine i'm not going to make a class for it but i will say if you want to show me that you're doing x amount of xp every week like you know we can do something we can figure something out with that but Mm -hmm. i'm not going to like i don't know i've just done it in the years before and it was just like a hot train mess i hot train mess hot train I'm, i'm with you I, I'm not really sure what that is, but I understand, I understand what you're saying. Mess. Train mess. Um, train wreck. I took the whole year off from Duolingo last, last year. Last year. Didn't do it at all. Um, 
created classes this year already have students that had that because so many students are going to come into your classroom and be like do you do duolingo mm-hmm. they already know about it it's, yeah. a, it's a big thing um so i did go ahead and create the class two out of the three of them that are just more fast finishers they get done it's i, yeah. I realize it's nice for when i have that extra mm-hmm. five to ten minutes yeah. at the end of class and you know i don't necessarily need us all to be together mm-hmm. reviewing the but thing. they can do it on, see and, and have I, one class that is totally doing great at it doing I mean, great they, at it yeah they they use their time so wisely i took kind of a break from it last year because i was mad at it because it got rid of the being able to assign specific topics yeah. so i was mad at it for a while um but i think i'm just going to go ahead and embrace the exp thing and ha- them working yeah. through it and i think i'm going to do it on like fridays i think it's going to be mm-hmm. like a friday thing because you know i thought about doing it more often but i've had some kids be like oh can we do duolingo and i'm like oh not yet like just kind of you know making it a little bit less if we don't do it every day you know maybe it'll be a novelty that kind of yeah, thing but yeah yeah i did i was kind of mad at it for a, a hot train wreck second but hot train wreck second hot train wreck second but i love I'll, it i'll take it <laughs> we are trademark that did we just become best friends <laughs> What just happened here? What day? What were you saying? We need to trademark it. That's exactly what I just said. <laughs> I know. TM, TM, TM. Oh, my God. Too much information. <laughs> no, I, uh, sorry, my wife is texting me about how they're going to cr- Target without me. <gasps> oh, Rude. Uh, Rude. Um, I'm getting hungry, though, y'all. I need to go cook. Well, we'll, we'll be wrapping up here shortly, so don't worry. But <laughs> so I think hungry. my thing about Duolingo is it just, it just was such a, it left such a bad taste in my mouth. In your mouth or kid's mouth? Mine. Why yours? Because it was difficult to make them be accountable yeah. for it. I, I, it I really. I don't want to go that far to yeah. think about how to make them be I, I think if, they're, if they want, if you're someone who is, now, I will say I do like it for the fast finishers. Yeah. I think that's great. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to totally go away from the idea that they need to be achieving X amount of XP every week. I just, I can't. See, so I'm going to do that. Not at, I might take it for a grade. Definitely when I have a sub, I'll take it for a grade. But there's also, I don't know if you all know this, there's, you can see what their accuracy is. In, oh, and no. I don't just grade it for like that they got it done. I go in and look at their accuracy. And yep. sometimes their accuracy is not good. So not they'll accuracy. End up with a C, they'll end up with a C on it because they just went through it and did it really fast or something yeah. like that. So those reports to me are a little bit more helpful because yeah. I used to just give them like you did it, you did it. you know. Yeah. But now I go in and look at accuracy. and. You but know, I don't so want to dig grade. into the data. Well, you know, especially when they're with the sub, I'm not digging. Oh, that, yeah, but you need to stop doing that because you need to just be off when you're off. Yeah, yeah. She would, Heather. You are the one that on the, your day you're not here. If you're mm-hmm. like ill, gravely ill, you're like remind messaging people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, stop. Did, didn't you like like screencastify <laughs> lessons mm-hmm. when you were out for like a week one time? Well, what is that called? What's the thing? How do we watch them? Go Guardian. I go Guardian. Yes. I troll them. I oh go Guardian. Oh my gosh. She's That's so Heather. She cry cry. I'm so <laughs> Heather. Well, because it's also bad for the sub. But I will like, say, yeah. last year you did better. Yeah. You were off. I mean, I don't think she off. thinks it's a problem. No. She's all, she's all good. Well, you that's, isn't that like the you first step? You say I don't feel imbalanced. Isn't no. that the first step is admitting you have a problem? I mean, yeah, but I do, you do make me better. You challenge me to be better about it and actually take the I don't know that I make you better, but well, I do definitely challenge, challenge you. That's what I'm saying, challenge. That's yeah. why I use that word, challenge. I said that. So piggybacking off of the Duolingo, I have one more thing I want to talk about. <laughs> Sorry, I had to cough and it was <laughs> abrupt. <laughs> um. So something that the hill that I will die on this year is the Martina Bex hill. And if you don't know her, you need, you need to, if How you're a Spanish teacher and her? you don't know her, How do we get you to her? need like to know her. To she needs to hear it. Hear this. I'm singing her high praises. Like, can we at her? What is that called? Tag? <laughs> yeah. Tag? Not oh, yeah. at. <laughs> Let's at her. We'll tag her. No, at her. Tag her. She That's is one. so excellent at creating things that are so intentional and so good. And the thing that she did 
that I used last year that I'm like campaigning to get again, but I can't use my grant money for it, so I have to figure out a different way to pay for it, is Garbanzo. And it's like Duolingo, but it's for reading. So it's like mm. um, you Can assign the skill. Like well, no, it's not really like Achieve at all, actually. Okay. It's like Achieve in the sense that it's reading, but that's the only way that it's even. And it more. meets them okay. at their level? Yes. Yeah, so they – they uh, so they, I don't know if they take a placement test or what, but you can assign skills, and then there are readings that are based on that skill. So, for example, if I want to do, like, present tense verbs, they'll assign a whole, she'll she'll have, like, a whole set of readings where they read a little bit of the story, and then they it stops and asks them questions. And then they read a little bit more of the story, and then it stops and asks them questions. And then it might stop them to ask them questions over the whole entire story. But it's so good, and I, my students were so great at reading because of that like it was it was really i wish i could i wish i had like a whole podcast dedicated to garbanzo but is it just for spanish they have other languages no it's just for spanish sorry it's just spanish right now but she's yeah she's think they were doing a french one that doesn't help you though but it's great and they did they released the english one for esl teachers out there so but it's really good because it's you're you're for you, I don't know if you're forcing them to do it, but you're they're learning a skill through context, which is what I like. Mm. The thing about Duolingo sometimes is it's so like sometimes it can random. be so random. Right, yeah. that's true. They did they did release the new like stories thing, which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting, where it's like a story and you have to put the word that's missing or yeah, whatever. I do like the stories, but the but Garbanzo already has it embedded, and I like it because they have a whole library of stuff that they can like choose from. Like the kids can go into the La Biblioteca and like choose. Like I want to read about Messi, or I want to read about this person, or I want to read about this holiday. And there's they're all leveled, so they can choose whether they want it like high level or low level. And then nice. some of the stories she even has multiple levels, so I can assign if I want to assign something out of there, I can choose to assign it to this person that, you know, an A one, and I can choose to assign it to this person at a B two. So it's just like there's a lot of really great flexibility in there. And That's so cool. There's like an unlimited amount of kids and classes you can put in there, so like it's great for a department. And I'm trying to use our this extra. Cost, though, how much does this cost? So yeah, there's two. There's two different ones. There's one. This is why I'm trying to like say you could either pay for it yourself with like your money that your your class funds or whatever, or you could get try to get your school to pay for it. And that's kind of what I'm campaigning for for us because it's 179 for the year for access to everything. That's not. I don't know how to say this. So it's one seventy nine for basic, and then it's two ninety nine for access to everything. So that's all the extra stories, the learning paths, which are kind of like Duolingo paths, mm-hmm. um, where they can work on their own pace or whatever, or you can assign them to a learning path. Path, and it's like so worth it though. Like they, the kids really don't enjoy it. Which if you're making them do anything, they're probably not going to enjoy mm-hmm. doing it. But they, the thing I know that the, re- the reason I know it worked is because they would come to school and they'd be like why are you making me read this story about this donkey that ate everything? And then the farmer was really mad at the donkey. So he sold the donkey and blow. And I'm like, but you understood it. But <laughs> and they were like, it. yeah, I guess you're right. So <laughs> Garbanzo's great. And I will die on that hill. I will die on the Martina Beck's hill. Nice. So yeah. Do you guys have anything else you'd like to add? I feel like we I, always struggle in figuring out how to end the episode. Oh, no, I got I got the perfect way. Just okay, try to top this. So in class today, I, um, I had this matching activity where half the class, one side of the room, got questions. The other half got the appropriate Answers. responses. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty typical. Right. Yeah, that info gap. Partner, and it's also how they partnered up to do a, a longer conversation. Nice. However, 
in one class, I had not enough students to equally do it. And I said, um, who wants to pull double duty? And I got a big old laugh from the class. <laughs> I didn't even know that said it. And then I laughed. And I was like, and then people, double duty. Oh, my gosh. It was funny. I don't think I could top that even if I tried. <laughs> well, we, I, lo- I always love having these little afternoon chats with y'all because it like very quickly turned into an hour. And that's fine because I feel like. This I, was a. Yeah, a lot of this good was content. great, and I think that it's good because a lot of people really like the longer ones. So I'm fine with it. How do we keep doing this? It does not because it's like us, Heather. What do you just, mean? How do we keep doing it? There's no, I don't know. there's no other explanation. I mean, do you want to stop having good ideas? No, I don't. <laughs> but I am hungry. I just would. Yeah. Like well, we're wrapping up now. So right. as always. You can find us across any and all social media. Well, I say any and all. We not on everything, but we are on on. We are on on. That's not an Instagram. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Threads too, but ain't nobody looking at Threads. Um, y'all, these two don't even know Threads. I'm like, what's? Yeah, it's what's Instagram's Twitter. Um, so we're on. We're basically on Instagram. We're on Facebook. The Instagram. And Facebook have been a little dry because I have been working. So I'm going to try, I'm trying to figure out, I have to do the content as well. So I'm trying to figure out some posts and stuff, but we would love to hear and interact with you there. Um, we posted a picture, I posted a picture last week of us just when we had to share the microphone. And people really liked that one. Here, I got so, the one from today with our headphones. That we perfect. You'll have to nice. send it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you would like to reach out there, we are at Linguist Lounge on Facebook. No, on Instagram and on Facebook, you can find us, Linguist Lounge. Uh, and as always, we have so enjoyed talking to you, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. The Linguists would like to thank the following people for their help making this podcast possible. Christian Capozzi for use of your studio. You're the literal best. Our families for putting up with our crazy notions and allowing us to do it anyway. We love you all. Our friends for supporting and loving us. We are truly grateful for you. And to you for tuning in. We hope to see you again real soon. Intro and outro music by Brotheration Records. Podcast logo designed by Monday Morning Creative Studio.